Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everybody, welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello Scott. Josh, my friend, the biggest conversation, the biggest story in gaming continues to unfold. And you were away yesterday, you were on your lunch enjoying a little, little sandwich when things uh, kicked off. So Mean Rich did the initial reaction video yesterday to uh, Microsoft buying, well they bought Zenimax and buying Bethesda and all the IPs, yeah. all the games that that includes. Um, there is uh, some more information in regards to how that affects PS5 exclusivity and in regards to a game by game basis. Um, what's your initial, what was your initial reaction to this stuff? And then I'll break down some info. Dude, I was like that community um, episode, you know, when Troy goes out and he comes in with like the pizza and everything's on fire. That's how I felt. Just I went away it. for 20 minutes, 20 minutes and I came back and the biggest gaming news of the year dropped, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was obviously a lot to take in, but you know, as a, as a kind of fan, as, as someone who buys into, you know, the whole idea of consoles and stuff, this has made me want to get an Xbox Series X. I'm going to have to buy oh. one now. I was on the uh -huh. fence before, but now they've got all of these um, franchises, you know. For me, the biggies aren't even necessarily Fallout and Elder Scrolls, even though I love them. Like, some of my favorite games of the generation Evil. have been Bethesda published, you know what I mean? They've been Prey, they've been The Evil Within 2. And mm -hmm. knowing that those franchises and those studios are now um, under the Xbox banner, like, that's a, that's a, it's a strong buy. Eight billion dollars <laughs> almost is almost unfathomable <clears throat> to think about. You know, almost double Star Wars. Uh, yeah. yeah, but um, I mean, on like I don't know. There is excitement there, obviously, uh, but there's also you know a lot of confusion over what the hell happens with the games that Bethesda has already announced. Like, will they mm. be continue to be exclusive to? Um, Xbox uh, machines and the Xbox family or will they be able to publish across PlayStation as well and PC like they did with Minecraft because uh, the mm -hmm. press release was was a bit vague on that front I thought so so there's more info over on the Bloomberg report this is the thing that Jason Schreier put together uh, over on Bloomberg which he he got he managed to get I don't know 30 seconds ahead of uh, Phil Spencer <laughs> and Xbox putting it out on Twitter um, so the big th one of the biggest things is that everything will come to Game Pass day one one of the new games that's confirmed for that is Starfield um, which is mentioned in the Bloomberg report so even if Starfield becomes exclusive like you know you know that you're going to get it day one if you're on Xbox um, they also said Bethesda are retaining publishing rights so they'll still have they'll still be in charge of doing the publishing stuff like they were before um, that was always the case when they were underneath Xenomax uh, the, one of the biggest things though is Phil Spinster Phil Spinster Phil Spinster <laughs> said to uh, Bloomberg that um, every um, he said that we'll be taking on other consoles on a case by case basis and um, now that's outside of Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo both of those are going to remain timed exclusives but we don't know how long for um, mm -hmm. the assumption is a year because it tends to be one year for timed exclusives whether it's Rise of the Tomb Raider Final Fantasy 16 or whatever but I would then assume that because of the deal that they've made they can maybe squeeze that down and be like well PS5 can have it for like six months 
or something yeah. like that. Well, well, right, this is the thing that sort of completely undermines Sony. You know, like Sony came out with um, Deathloop in particular, mm. being like, "Look, we're partnering with Bethesda. We've got this game on a timed exclusive." Like Deathloop was one of my most anticipated PS5 games, and right. now kind of like all that's been overshadowed because Microsoft has just bought Zenimax and Bethesda, and it's kind of like, "Well, what's going on with this game?" You know, mm. I, I don't know whether they're going to be able to like squeeze. Um, or kind of like, you know, minimize the timed exclusivity because I imagine they're going to have to either honor that deal or buy mm. it out in some way. Maybe they give Sony like some money just to buy out of that contract or whatever. Um, so I feel like... But if Sony and know, Microsoft do a deal, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to have to interact now because these deals have already been inked, you know what mm. I mean? But, you know, those games are going to be exclusive to PS5. But my big wonder is, is this going to change how Sony approaches and markets them? Like I said, they really push Deathloop at the past couple of mm. events. Are they going to try to minimize like that relationship now? Are they not going to want to put a bunch of effort or a bunch mm. of money behind it? Because they're like, well... What's the point of you know publishing this one game when the entire company is so tied to Microsoft now? True. Yeah, like you said, it, it's. I mean, that's Deathloop's been front and center of their sort of rollout for PS5 games. Like it was at the latest showcase. It was on the, at the one before that in uh, the summer. And um, yeah, I don't know. It depends how sort of um, how personally Sony's like brand department <laughs> takes this stuff. Um, because yeah, like you know, if they want to crunch the figures on it, they're only you know benefiting Bethesda, which benefits Microsoft. So yeah, they might want to start focusing on something else. Um, it is worth throwing in here that Imran Khan, um, like Game Informer slash kind of funnies Imran Khan, um, tweeted out that Sony had been negotiating time decks exclusivity on Starfield as recently as a few months ago um, and he was going to he says I'm going to guess that those talks are done or that the mm-hmm. price suddenly went way way up and then I mean maybe there was a back and forth between Sony and Microsoft and Microsoft eventually coughed up enough cash to make this thing work um, but overall like it's it does seem like I mean especially on Phil Spencer's side and if you look at like you said the the official uh, announcement from um, Pete Hines there's no they don't really clarify cross-platform stuff like Phil Spencer yeah. is just saying ah, it'll be a case-by-case basis um, and he said like he, he mentioned it CNBC as well that you know we will honor the deals that are in place but all that refers to is Deathloop and Ghostwire um, yeah. after that it's all open although and well and then because they mentioned Starfield coming to Game Pass like that could be one of the first new games alongside Elder Scrolls 6 Fallout 5 whatever that is just Xbox exclusive totally I mean like, that's the biggest Would be question crazy. Because, yeah, there was one of those little wrinkles in there where they were saying you know Bethesda will um, you know publish a select mm. few games and you can imagine they're going to publish their Bethesda software games you know what I mean that makes the most sense to me that isn't confirmed but obviously that would no. include Starfield uh, Fallout the Elder Scrolls so I wonder if there is a wrinkle in the deal somewhere that says does that mean, you know, mean PC versions though well, that's the thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. Will that just because it would go to PC anyway? But like, yep. it's 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 so unclear. I need more answers because theoretically, <laughs> you know, with that phrasing, that they could come to PlayStation, but that would make no sense on Microsoft's part. Not really. I know mm. they've published things on PlayStation before, like Minecraft, but Minecraft already had a was a built-in thing. That wasn't a new game on the horizon. Yeah, you could argue mm. that the Elder Scrolls and Fallout are built-in franchises, but these new they're like they're, they're huge man like they're they're top sellers skyrim sold like what 20 million copies or something oh, yeah. like to have a game like that exclusive to your platform you don't shell out eight billion dollars well, to not have that as an option 
Yeah, yeah. One thing I mentioned to you um, that was just in the madness of yesterday afternoon when we were figuring everything out is that you forget how tied Xbox have been to... Sorry, Bethesda have mm. been to Xbox before. Uh, Morrowind only came to the original Xbox in terms of console you know, uh, console availability. Um, Oblivion was on Xbox 360 for a year before it went to PS3. Like, you know, they have had this sort of history where... I mean, Todd Howard mentioned that in part of his press release stuff that, like, you know, we've had this relationship to Xbox before. Um, but maybe that's just the thing. Maybe they just prefer working with Microsoft like, you know, because they're a Western company or something like I don't know, but they've had examples of that beforehand. Um, but yeah, I was saying uh, in the reaction thing yesterday to Rich that you don't throw this much money at a deal. It's the second biggest acquisition in gaming history to not play that card, to not yeah. you know throw something on screen that says Elder Scrolls exclusive to Xbox or coming first to Xbox. Um, I do think it would go against some of the Microsoft branding stuff to suddenly start tying everything down um, and go all out exclusive. But it depends on, you know, if they, if they want to win the war, then maybe they just have to be like, well, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom, are all only on Xbox and you have to come yeah. with us to play them um, I think like, that would be a bad move but maybe so I, see, I, I'm not sure if it will be you know what I mean I feel mm. like if this was Sony we, we might be like yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's good for them you know what I mean I don't think it's entirely against what they've been saying because they have been talking about this you know lack of exclusives between the console family but they, they've mm. always made it clear that it's in the console family they're, they're big on brands they're big on ip they're big on microsoft owned things they wouldn't have bought all of those studios over the past two years if they weren't trying to push you know microsoft specific um brands it's it seems mm. like when they're talking about exclusives it's more between um, their own consoles rather than the entire market obviously they are still open to that but yeah, like yeah, like if you look at the the slate of franchises they now own and the slate of studios they now own, they've sort of you know they've 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 gone to Microsoft's big deep cash pockets, asked them for some pocket <laughs> money, and just started uh-huh. spending. And now I feel like they've got like honest, I can't believe it. I saw the just the, the the map of studios that they have, and I was like, this is this is incredible. This makes me want to buy mm-hmm. into the future of Xbox. You know what I mean? And yeah, they might the have got there is- by just splashing <clears throat> cash, but it's worked. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, I think it's uh, 23 studios now, obviously it includes like Rare and Machine Games, and they just bought all these Bethesda uh, studios and stuff. Um, I wish they had current stuff, like I wish I didn't have to go, <laughs> well, they've got all these studios for the future. They've had a lot yeah. of studios for a lot of time, and they've utterly wasted Rare um, for the vast majority of like one and a half decades. Like even Sea of Thieves has finally come into its own now, but was pretty naff at launch. And it's like, yeah, they've bought all these studios, but what are you going to do with them? Like, I mm-hmm. get that you have the best hand in, you know, cards to play, but play it. Like, you've had years to play it um like if they were doing these moves like two years ago leading up to the xbox uh, series x launch then that would be insane but i feel like they've got so much momentum now a month or two months before the console itself and so like yeah i'm glad that they're making moves but i don't know why the hell it took them this long Um, and why we have yet another you know new generation where it's kind of just like oh well in the future it'll get there it's like (laughs) cool but like i'm about to drop half a granny on a console i would like it if you had something for me to play i was gonna say speaking of things um they got tweeted out Obsidian teased uh, Fallout New Vegas 2 um, only in as mm. much as th- doing one of these emojis, <laughs> doing one of these um, collections of symbols when a fan asked them like, hey, but does this mean that we can do a New Vegas 2? Um, because now Obsidian in Exile, who were some of the original um, Black Isle people, the people that made the original Fallout games, are part of in Exile who were bought by Microsoft. Obsidian were then bought by Microsoft and Bethesda are now bought by Microsoft. Um, someone tweeted Obsidian saying, hey, can we finally do New Vegas 2 because all those IPs and staff and people are all in the same place. Um, and Obsidian response was to go i don't know maybe <laughs> which isn't a no josh Brown. it's not a no and you know what scott i've been going backwards and forwards on this because when i first you know saw that tweet i was like yes new vegas 2 this is what i want new vegas is one of my favorite mm. games of all time if not my favorite game 
of all time, and I want another Ooh, obscene now, Far Cry 2, mate. Well, Far Cry 2 is up there. It's top five dead or alive, <laughs> but you know, not quite there. Um, uh, but, but I say this. However, at the same time, Obsidian have finally gotten this, like, essentially promotion in the industry. They were bought by Microsoft. They could essentially have the budgets and the freedom, hopefully, to do whatever they want. I mm. don't want to see them somehow go back into Bethesda's shadow, if that makes sense. I don't want to see them now just being handed off the scraps yet again mm. and being told what to do. Like That's not what, how I want to see this studio grow because they have so much potential. I want to see their original IP. I want to see them you know, really expand and not necessarily continue to be in the shadow of that other more popular RPG maker. That makes yeah. sense. I'm sure I- that wouldn't happen with just one game, but it's like... Mm, I don't know. There was a kind of double-edged blade to that mm. for me. I did think that, like, I mean, but by virtue of Beth- of Bethesda being acquired, like it sort of it it quote unquote minimizes them. It puts them in line with other acquisitions, other studios that have been bought up by the the Microsoft umbrella that have sort of snatched people up. And um, so, in a way, I, I do think it puts them alongside Obsidian again. It, it sort of reminds you that like Bethesda aren't the top tier; they aren't the top of their own you know mm. corporate ladder. Like they are owned by people; they can be traded and bought. Um, and like you know, someone like CDPR feels like they have more sort of sway in that regard as opposed to Bethesda joining these guys alongside Obsidian. Um, you would just, I don't know, hope for some sort of RPG, something in the future where you get all three logos like In Exile, Obsidian, Bethesda, and then it's whatever the hell that is yeah. going forward. Um, in that case, I would hope it's a new RPG. I would hope that they do, they're bold enough to do something fresh um, and not just do, you know, another Elder Scrolls, another Fallout. Um, but yeah, let us know anything down in the comments below. Are you freaking out about the potential availability of your PS5 games? And how do you feel towards the Series X? Um, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.